Tasta Ewinakam. Welcome to podcast number 40. And 40, it's got a bit of symmetry to it, really, I think, because give or take a day, it is pretty much 40 years ago that I joined Father on this journey of being a funeral director. I can remember I did me, um, finished me A-levels and we'd already agreed that I would come on to join the firm. And he said, what's your plans then? So I said, well, I was thinking of perhaps having all of them, perhaps July and August off and starting work the first week of September. And Father said, well, I was thinking about you starting the first day of next week. And that was it. So the week after I joined. And like I've most probably said in podcasts before, it's just flown by. It just seems like 10 years and it's just gone. And on a smaller scale, I would suppose these podcasts are just flying by. Um, I knew I could most probably manage about six or seven when I started. So I can't believe I'm still going and we'm on number 40. But um, like I say, it is a bit of symmetry, really. And I, well, I said symmetry, not cemetery, but symmetry. But um, I've had a few people ask, um, how do they listen to old podcasts? So I think the best way is to actually, if you Google the life and times of a Cornish funeral director, I think that brings up the home web page and then you can troll back through and catch up on any that you've missed before. Or if you've got an iPhone or something um, or Spotify, you just add it there. And then every week when I add one, it just gets added automatically. I know last week I said I was open to do another interview, but um, to be honest, that was just being too optimistic. Um, this week, is I've just been going flat out. Um, starting work really early, finishing really late. And I'm open next week, though. It is um, a lot quieter next week. So that's what I'm open to do. But we did manage to have a couple of days off last week, went up to England. Um, one of our chields wanted to see a rising pop star, Harold Styles, I think he's called. I haven't heard any of his songs. But so we went up to London and then um, come back to work and hit the ground running on Friday. And um, we had a couple of funerals down St Morgan. And then this week we went up to St Kenny's. So I don't know if you've ever been there before. I suppose it is between Boss Castle and Bude, really. Looking out to the sea, it is beautiful. It is just so peaceful. And um, I did put a, a couple of photos on our RJ Bray Facebook page. If you want to have a look, if you didn't see it. And you just see looking out to the sea brilliant um, but then the, the second thing you will notice is how steep the churchyard is and I tell you um, at the moment everywhere is so dry we've had a bit of rain the last two or three days but up until then you know it's been really dry the grass underneath is like straw and honestly just gingerly walking down to the gravesite was almost like skating on ice it was um yeah, very, very dodgy. So we had to take our time. Everything went well. The bearers did a fantastic job. But I say, just have a look at that photo and uh, you can just see how steep it is. But it was lovely to go up there again and see um, dear Moses, the church warden. We always have a good yarn with him. Lovely chap when we pop up there. And then that was um, 
the beginning of the week. And apart from that, um, our week has really consisted of trips to the crematorium and services at our chapel um, here in Weybridge. And we've had one burial out at Amble. Um, but um, Tuesday was interesting because um, I was quite relaxed. We was all on schedule. We left to go to Glyn Valley, got as far as Slades, and um, road was blocked. And I was sat there for, well, well over five minutes. And you saw an odd car coming towards me. So you thought, oh, well, cars are getting through. Don't know what it is. And then it dawned on me, these cars was actually cars up ahead that was heading to Bobman that was having to turn round because they couldn't get through. So um, what we had to do then, we actually went cross country. So up through St. Maben, Elland, um, down through Elland Bridge, up through Elland and um, got to the crematorium that way. So um, that was a little interesting. You've got to think on your feet a little bit, times like that, you know, you think everything's planned and then something unexpected happens. So I'm recording this on the Thursday night and the tragic news have just been confirmed of the um, five men that were killed in the submersible that was down looking for the Titanic. And um, I think debris have just been found close to the, the wreck of the Titanic, which was absolutely dreadful. Very sad news. Um, it's something that's been on the news quite a bit the last few days. And of course, with all these news stories, um, they always get your experts on to talk about different aspects of it and that. And um, one thing which got me thinking a bit, um, naively really, is that when you walk down the beach there in Cornwall and you're going into the, the deeper water, um, I just thought, you know, obviously the, the water just gets deeper as you're going in. And of course, to and to listen to these experts, and it kind of dawns on me that didn't quite like that. And um, under the water, there's valleys, there's mountains that are just as tall as the mountains that are here on dry land. And um, they've just covered water, volcanoes, everything just covered by the sea. And, you know, when you think, what was the Titanic? A couple of miles down, was it, I think? And it's something I never really thought about, really. And, um, of course, then that developed a bit. And then I thought about, obviously, the land of Lioness, which, um, you know, was washed away, covered with water. And I thought perhaps that's what I'll talk about this week. So for any of you that emmered about Lioness before, um, I mean, according to legend, it was a kingdom which was really a long stretch of land going from Land's End, which is right on the end of Cornwall, stretching to what is now the Isles of Scilly. So according to um, old literature and everything, Lioness was meant to be a really fertile land, and um, I think the people were meant to be really prosperous. And it says that then one day in the 11th century, it was destroyed by a tidal wave, perhaps a tsunami, I, I don't know, and it disappeared overnight but um apparently there were quite a few towns and i reckon well 140 churches is what's been uh, i've seen been written about it before and there's stories that there was only one survivor and he would been out hunting that day and he, he wouldn't at home kind of thing he kind of heard the noise and he escaped riding his white horse and um that was a chap called trevilian or a Trevelyan is another um, 
variation on his name. But the story goes that he was on his horse escaping and one of the horseshoes actually came off. And um, after that, there are descendants apparently from him and on their coat of arms today, some of them have the white horse and quite a lot of them just have three horseshoes um, on their coat of arms. And one old family, really old family in Cornwall here, surname is Vivian, and they claim to be descendants of him. And they also claim that he was the last governor of the lost kingdom of Lyoness before it was swallowed up by the ocean. Also, there's mentions of um, Lyoness with King Arthur. And some say it is where King Arthur fought his last battle against Mordred. And this was included in the poetry of Alfred Lord Tennyson. It's also said to be the birthplace of Tristan back in King Arthur's time. And Tristan was a knight of the round table and he was actually a nephew of um, King Mark of Cornwall. In recent times, there has been a project where they did study the Isles of Scilly and the impact of the rise in sea levels. And I think they looked back in about the mid-18th century. They found a lot of remains back then, which included stone walls and everything which were discovered below the high water. And it was all, you know, perhaps was it connected with Lioness or whatever. They did say that um, the Isles of Scilly years ago, it was one big island, you know, before the sea levels rose. And today, at extreme low water around Penzance, you can still get occasional glimpses of a sunken forest there in Mounts Bay. There are so many myths and legends about Lioness. I think I'll finish up with them. Um, there's a tale from local fishermen who used to claim that on calm days, they could still hear the bells of the churches softly ringing in the seas off the Cornish coast. Uh, what a lovely thought that is. But um, whether there's anything in it or no, you never know. But um, there are so fantastic myths and legends around here in Cornwall. And I did laugh, actually, because I, I just rewound just now. And the bit where I says say about um, Medi Trevelyan there escaping, going off on his horse because um, he wouldn't own when um, the place was flooded, reminded me of a Jethro joke, actually, which um, Jethro, I think he says something like his great uncle was killed in the Boer War. He said he wouldn't actually fight him. He was camping in the next field and he went over to complain about the noise and son beggar shot him. So um, there we are. <laughs> Before I finish, um, something completely different now. I know in a podcast or two a, a little while ago, I, I did one on the Beatles and that magical mystery tour. And um, we had a funeral a couple of weeks ago now, an old friend, a neighbour of ours that I'd known pretty much all my life. And in her eulogy, it was a lovely story where she was brought up in Liverpool. And in her teens, she came back late one night and her father said, where have you been? She said, Father, I've just been to this club and I've seen this new group. And she said this one singer was called Paul and the other one was called John. And she said they were very good. And of course, that was the Beatles. And that also rem reminded me of um, another eulogy a year or two ago. Um, young maid, um, her school friend said to her, here, I've heard tomorrow the Beatles are doing a, a video for their new single. And um, there's a chance we can get in and 
be you know on the film and so they skived off school and um they actually went and they got into the studio and they were there and you could see them on hey jude and i, I just love stories like that you know it is fantastic i think for me cornish dialect word of the week twill be the word was on w-a-s-s-o-n which in english means what is going on so you'd say get on there what's on what's on and i think me cornish word will be two words for this week is for good evening which is gurthurda gurthurda so there we are so a bit shorter this week most probably a good thing i hope i am bored too much but um as i say it's been a manic week and um it's been a late night tonight and then I'm on early first thing tomorrow. We've got a, a manic day again tomorrow, but um, I'm open. I will be doing an interview for next week. So fingers crossed anyway, but I hope you have a good week and um, speak to you again next week. Wish you well. Do Guinness. Kerno Bisficken.